Welcome to the Build Up on Balls.ie in association with Labbrooks. Please bet responsibly. Visit dunlewy.net for further information. Right now, though, myself and Danny are also joined by PJ Brown. And PJ, you've come on here to chat about our finalists, our finalists in, the, in the vote for the best manager in the history of Irish sport. And as a proud Kerry man, I'm very happy to let you know that Mick O'Dwyer has made the final. Yes. But uh, it's, it's, a victory, it's the victory Kerry needed in the middle of this, uh, this emergency. Uh, like, I, I'm worried by the, what kind of over-the-top celebrations are going to erupt down in Killarney now. Down in Waterville, I suppose. Yeah, but also, uh, also uh, PJ, no one Kerry people, you know, this is nothing unless he's win the finals. So, uh, we'll yeah. Be, thankfully, Kerry don't travel for yeah. semi-finals because <laughs> everybody to stay at home. Um, but it was an incredibly close vote between him and Jack Charles and Mick has secured it uh, with 51% of the vote and he's going to take on Brian Cody who was a much more convincing winner uh, over uh, Joe Smith in the other semi-finals. So it's an all-GEA final. It's the football, the, 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 the most, one of those decorated football managers against the most decorated hurling manager. Uh, and that's, where's your vote going to go? Well, I, for me, I think I'm just. Can I just say that I'm just a bit stunned that it's come to this. I, I it just seemed like from watching the votes uh, as we got here, it was Jack just steamrolled through Jim McGuinness. He steamrolled Kevin Heffo Heffernan, and um, from early votes on Monday evening, it just seemed like he was in a strong position. But obviously, the sort of Kerry Internet Mafia got behind this, and and uh, and Miko has got there. Um, I think. When, what you realize when you do these polls is just the love that people have for certain coaches and uh, people really love Cody. I mean, he really is, he kind of epitomizes everything that we, we love in a manager and his longevity. The fact that he's still going and still managing in 2020, um, I think is only going to stand to him in this vote. And I think he'll probably get my vote. Cody's in your vote. Would you believe this? I'm, I think I'd actually vote for Brian Cody as well. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, we've, this, is, this is the vote for like, the greatest Irish manager of all time. So the standards are pretty high. And Mikko, Mikko won eight All-Irelands. But yeah. he mainly did that with the same team. Like, so the team he had in, what, in 75 when they won first was largely... like. A lot of that was the same team, same lads were there by the time they won in 86. And so he stayed on for another couple of years and Kerry ended up in the, in the wilderness. That was like, and that was, a lot of that was, was because Miko didn't really plan for the future. So he, no, like, he, he, create, he, he won those eight All-Irelands with one team. Whereas Cody has had maybe, what, four four to five different teams over his, what now, he was 20, nearly 22 years in charge. So, like, the, the team that got to the All-Ireland last year had six new players on it from the one which got to the All-Ireland final in, what, three years beforehand. And, yeah, I, I think there's a lot in that, in that when Cody, Brian Cody does eventually leave, he leave Kilkenny in a good place. I think they'll still be very competitive, whereas Miko didn't do that. You know, he was. They, they, they were. They were winning now. They, they wanted to win now. 
the one thing though for Mick uh, for Mick was that, as well is that like Cody's done this and he's done it with the greatest Horland County in Ireland. He's uh, uh, he's managed the kids. It's still an incredible feat not to take away from him. It's just trying to make the argument, make the case for O'Dwyer in that he goes off in a different era, wins two Leinster championships with Kildare, wins a Leinster championship with Leash, gets Kildare to an All Ireland final. He went even with you know with Wicklow. You got a kick out of them as well. It's like he did prove that he had the ability to do it, and uh, not just with you know they both kind of had the best counties for their respective codes, and then Mick went off and did it as well with others. Yeah, I would. I I do think that uh, Nico's time away from Kerry does stand to him. Uh, weirdly, I kind of think of him with Wicklow as just like, you know, um, it, how you know a, a county with no track record of any success just suddenly being relevant and dangerous um, just shows his sort of powers. Even if his, I guess his methods have been scrutinized over the years, and there's been some kind of revisionism about how good of a coach he actually was, but um, I don't. Yeah, I think I, I, I think his time away from Kerry stands to him, but it's just I think Cody's achievements, um, and you know he's just been he's just his his he's been imperious for so long there. Um, I think it makes him hard to beat. I, I mean I don't know Kilkenny they was was hurling very competitive between two thousand and seven six and ten. I don't know maybe 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 he maybe that Kilkenny team was good at at a down point for everybody else. I don't know, but I think it's hard, it's hard to look past Cody. Yeah. Like, uh, it's not that I don't rate those, the, the achievements outside of Kerry. I mean, Wick, we, he won four games with Wicklow in 2009. They won four games. Wicklow won four games in the championship. They got into like the, I think it was the last round of the qualifiers, ended up leave, losing to Kildare, not by a massive margin. Um, there is, I, you know, maybe it's just me as a carry man that, you know, <laughs> what I rate the most is those, what he did with Kerry. And yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I just, for me, I, yeah, I, I probably, I think I would pick Cody. Yeah, look, I think I would do the same. It's just, it's, it's, it is choosing me. I think, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think back over the bracket. I think we have the two most deserving managers slash head coaches in the final. Do mm-hmm. you agree? I don't think there's anyone, there's no massive argument that X person should be ahead of them. Um, I know. Well, like, I just want, I might just jump in and say the chart, like Big Jack in what he did, like as a sort of presence in Irish sport, I thought while, you know, like he doesn't have the silverware with Ireland to show for what he achieved and how, you know, as his beloved character that is almost bigger than the sport. I thought he would I thought he would almost get an automatic sort of buy to the final. So I'm surprised to see Miko achieve that to kind of pass him out. That, that's the only one I could really like of all the other everyone on this of the sixteen are great at what they do, but he was I just thought he his sort of achievements um were bigger than his sport and he sort of belonged in a in a final, but that might that might just be me. It is, it is. I mean, football is also our most popular sport. It is. Yeah. It, I, I, I do wonder if there a little bit in. I mean, like they were up against. It was the, these two GA icons up against two adopted sons of Ireland. Mm. They weren't. You know, maybe there is something in that. Maybe we were voting for the Irish there a little bit. Well, I, 
I, I yeah, I, I, I probably, well, look, I probably would have picked Mick over, over Jack anyway, yeah. Yeah. Mick, like, they, there is something in Jack in that we did, we got, we got to like a World Cup quarterfinal, but you, maybe you kind of wonder the players he had under him that he could have done a bit more of them. They, they, they were players who, who could play football and they, a lot of the time they, they didn't. So maybe like at the back of my mind, I think that probably is a strike against him. Yeah, definitely. I think like it's weird. Jack Charles, for Jack, I think like, you kind of need, nearly need, you'd love a different manager to manage Ireland in a parallel universe at the same time mm. and see what they, get out, got, what they got out of them. Because on one hand, you're like, he completely transformed Ireland. Um, like, we, we had no Irish football history in terms of major international tournaments uh, before he came along, and he transformed that team. He, you know, the whole put him under pressure. Obviously, it's some of the best sport memories in the history of the country. But at the same time as you say, PJ, it's like, should David O'Leary have been in that team for all those years? You know, should they have been, you know, the likes, you know, there's so many different players that could have blossomed had they played a bit of a more, a more technical style. So it's, it's hard to know because they could have tried that and got nowhere. We never, you know, it's, it is kind of one, a weird one. Where, but like, I don't know, I can't, like, when, you know, you've got, if, if you're going by the, by the judgment of Mr. Raymond Dunphy, he'll mention the Brian Cody's and uh, he'll throw pens across the table of Jack Jackson. Yeah. So, although I know that's simplifying it down a bit, but there was, you know, some criticism even at the time of the way he was playing. But uh, I can't really, like, I don't know, I don't know who else there was to, to jump ahead of the other two lads. Yeah. I, I did think it was kind of interesting how, how much Miko and Brian Cody actually have in common. Like they were both two good players. Miko probably more rated as a footballer than Brian Cody was as a hurler, but Miko won four All Irelands. Brian Cody won three. Um, they they both they both from like the counties which are like synonymous with their sports. They're both like they both prevented from winning uh, four four All Irelands in a row. Um, they they both kind of spawned like in an Alex Ferguson kind of way. Like a, they both spawned a lot of other managers. Like they've they've kind of inspired other the players who played under them to go on and become managers and yeah what was the one other one oh yeah uh, a, a minor note both of their autobiographies were written by Martin Brehney <laughs> you've done your research PJ yeah um, yeah the the Brian Cody I uh, the, the Mick O'Dwyer one has been sitting on my shelf for a while uh, I've, I've never actually read it I think some, somebody gave it to me and part that might be partially because the Brian Cody one isn't great. <laughs> he, I think it was possibly written to stop someone else from writing it, from from writing an autobiography. So yeah. maybe that has put me off reading the Mikko one. Oh, look, I have to do one. Um, but look, lads, this is a, thanks very much for your uh, for input on that. But unfortunately, it's not going to be us. Uh, well, not unfortunately, fortunately, it's not going to be us who uh, uh, make the decision. It is up. To the balls of the readers and listeners, you can vote now. It'll be up this evening and running on to Friday in the final two truly deserving finalists, Mick O'Dwyer against Brian Cody. Who gets your vote? It's up to you. You can vote on our Instagram stories, on our Facebook stories, on site, and on Twitter as well. And we'll reveal the winner on Friday afternoon. That is it from us for this week's podcast. If you have not listened to the full podcast, if you just watched this video, be sure to subscribe on all good podcast platforms. You can find us by searching the build up on balls.e and all good podcast apps. And we will be back next week. But until then, mind yourself.